Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're going to spend a few minutes uh, discussing uh, a story that, you know, it comes up every year for good reason. And the question I always have is, okay, what's different this year from last year? Of course, December 6, 1989, um, a man opened fire at Montreal's a cold polytechnique killing 14 women, injuring several more. And ever since then, it's changed the discussion around violence against women in our country. But has it advanced it? Are we any farther along? Um, You know, there'll be ceremonies and there'll be a lot of talk and a lot of discussion, but has it gotten better? To have that discussion, we're going to chat now with Andrea Gunraj, who is Vice President of Public Engagement for the Canadian Women's Foundation. Andrea, thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You know, when we take a look at this, and like I say, 1989, so you're going back a long way here now. Um, have Have we made progress? Have we made sufficient progress, I guess, is the question. That's a great question. I think that in some ways there is greater awareness and knowledge of what gender-based violence actually looks like and why this Montreal massacre is related to that, that it was a symbol of something that's much deeper and uh, much more worse in the society, including uh, high rates of murder of women, of intimate partner abuse, of sexual violence and emotional abuse. So there's definitely a greater awareness. But unfortunately, we have seen that gender-based violence is a persistent problem. And in the pandemic context, we've seen the risk of this violence and the rate of this violence actually increase. And that's a real concern for us right now because it means we have to do some deep shifting of the way that we not only look at this violence, but respond to it in our communities and in our home, as well as funding the responses that need to happen on a grassroots level since people are not often safe enough to report and find that they have to go to family and friends to be able to get the support they need, at least get on the journey towards getting that support. You wrote a great piece um, in Toronto Star that I've just, I was reading this morning, and I want to talk to you about shockproofing, because I think it's a great idea. I mean, because it seems like in so many instances, we're, we're often very reactive rather than being proactive. We, and we've had many discussions on the air here about the added anxiety and the stress of the pandemic and how that's led to a spike in domestic abuse and all these sorts of things. And, and, and your question is, well, why don't we do something before we get to this situation? And I think it's a great point. It is very much about prevention. I think part of the issue that we have is that we often see this violence, whether or not we realize it, we see it as inevitable. Oh, there's nothing we can do. And yes, of course, in a pandemic, it's going to spike. But why? Yes, of of course. It's one of these things that we actually have to prevent on a long-term basis. It very much does have to do with us making sure that women always get the rights and respect that they deserve, that people always have access to good community-based services, at least to be able to get the support when they're dealing with violence. And, of course, preventing it on a long-term basis so it doesn't even happen in the first place. Of course, that's a really complicated set of things that we have to do, but at least it means that we have to fund the support services in every province and territory to make sure that people can call a crisis line and get the help they need. Somebody can get a shelter space if they need that. But there's prevention education.
education programs happening in schools and communities so that we're stopping this violence even before it starts and breaking the cycle amongst young people. So I think that it's a very complicated question, it but is. it is starting at the place of changing the way that we look at the cycle of violence, that we're something we can do before. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Or even start. And Andrea, as you know, you know, whenever you're talking about the changing the culture of something... That's a big, big change, and it, it, it takes time, and it takes a tremendous amount of work, right? It's not like you can just sit down. I mean, that's going to be generational, really, in terms of changing um, the whole culture around gender-based violence. Yeah, and you said it. I think it is something that takes a long time, and now's the time to start. And that's why the Canadian Women's Foundation, we did launch the Signal for Help Response yeah. campaign. You saw that we had the signal for help that we launched last year in the beginning of the pandemic for people to silently say, I need you to check in on me. It's been used and it's gone viral. And now we're trying to say, okay, how can we leverage this and keep working on this so that people know how to respond when they see any sign or signal of abuse? That's why we're asking people to text Signal to 540-540 to get a Signal Responders Guide. And you can go to signalresponder.ca as well, too, to learn more. And the idea is that a signal is only as good as the response. Mm -hmm. So those of us around people who know violence, and many people know what it's like to experience violence at such a high rate, that we know how to respond to it in a way that's non-judgmental. That makes that person feel supported and lets them take the lead and is alongside them in a long journey of getting support because it can take years. And we do have to be there for them. Family and friends is who we go to when we experience violence. So those of us around them, we have to be equipped and we have to feel confident and competent in that process. So, yeah, 540-540 text signal and go to signalresponder.ca to get more information. That's part of this culture change we need to see. And it's such a great idea and it's such a great simple concept that you came up with that has been so effective. The signal essentially is just sort of raising your hand with your thumb tucked under your fingers, right? That's right. A simple one-handed gesture. You have your palm up thumb in, fingers over thumb, and it indicates, I need you to check in with me safely. And of course, if you see that being signaled out to the world and you don't know this person, I think it's very safe to call authorities or call emergency services 911 because that person needs help right away. But many times, if you're going to see it, you might very well see it in a video call with somebody that you know that you can follow up with afterwards just in a kind of benign way saying, hey, I'm here. When you're ready, reach out to me and that person can get in touch with you when it's safe for them and they can tell you what they need. They might need you to just be a listening person who's kind and non-judgmental. They might need access to a service or support. So know three of those in your community that you can refer people to, or they may ask you call 911. But whatever they need, you let them take the lead and you be there for them in a non-judgmental way. If we all did that, I believe that we would get on the path to culture change. We just haven't done it. So let's go on that journey together. I think it's a great idea. Are you surprised by how it took off? 
No, I'm not. I'm not surprised because I know this violence has such just it's high rates, right? Forty-four mm-hmm. percent of women experience some kind of sexual or physical or emotional abuse in in their lifetimes, and that's just what's reported. Many of us may not ever say that this has happened to us, even in, in a survey context. And then sixty-four percent of people knows a woman who's experienced sexual, physical, or emotional abuse. It doesn't surprise me that it's taken off in this big way. What does surprise me is people's willingness to step up and do things. I feel like over my years doing this work, I have not seen that love, love. Yeah, we have to do something. That's really heartening to me. And certainly in the pandemic, there's more of that idea that we have things to do, that what we do impacts other people. So that's a great thing. And I just hope that we leverage this and keep going on that path. It takes every single one of us. Uh, Yeah, Andrea, I think uh, you're absolutely right. And uh, thank you so much for your time joining us this morning. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You bet. That is Andrea Gunraj, who is the Vice President of Public Engagement for the Canadian Women's Foundation. And that's the organization that came up with that signal, which made a lot of news because it saved the life of a of a young lady in the U.S. I think it was, was it Idaho or Ohio or something like that, where she'd been kidnapped and was in a vehicle. And um, she flashed the signal out the car window as she was being driven down the highway by her abductor. And somebody saw it and noticed it and called police. Um, and she was rescued. And that symbol, again, if you see somebody with um, one hand raised, palm facing you, and their thumb underneath their fingers. It's that simple. And it saved this young lady's life. And it's, uh, as she said, it's gone viral. It's being used all over the world.